You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Cap'n Wags. I give you A. C-L. And with that, welcome in to the ACL pod featuring the one and only Mr. Cap'n Wags. We are here, guys. College football bowl season, college football playoffs are set. The four teams are here. The Heisman Trophy winner is probably already has the trophy in his living room. <laughs> Talk about that. NFL Week 14, free play at the end. Wags, the bowl package is up. Starts next Friday, Can't December wait. 17th. Yeah, man, two games on the 17th. Toledo and Middle Tennessee in the Bahamas Bowl, which is always always good, man. Always Didn't good. <laughs> if you uh, guys recall, I don't know, five, six years ago, whenever it was, the worst beat in the history of sports, perhaps. Wasn't that game, uh, this is before I was uh, on board with you, but I yep. think that game was like a 52-49. It was something high scoring, right? You could say that, yes. It was <laughs> high scoring. Yeah, that is. Just go to, literally just type in Bahamas Bowl, bad beat, and you guys will see if, if you hadn't heard yet. And then, of course, we have the Cure Bowl that night. Coastal Carolina and Northern Illinois kicks off bowl season. The bowl package is up. Every single play that Mean Wags make for the entire bowl season all the way through the national championship game. 19-4 and four ATS last year. And that was with, you know, about half the games because of COVID and all that last year. So um, certainly looking to even improve on that number last year. 19-4 and four ATS, which is awesome. Wags, Georgia. Alabama, Michigan, Cincinnati. I have absolutely no problem with these four. Your thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I'm totally good with the top four. I, you know, I didn't have faith fully in the committee, um, obviously. Shocking, those, shocking. Those first um, several, and, and let me apologize for my voice a little under the weather. Not not the vid, so we're, we're good there. Um, but I, I didn't have full faith in the committee those first few rankings i thought they were you know to be honest atrocious but you know i'm i'm happy i'm happy since he was included i think they deserved it i think and how's this i think they have a legit shot to to beat alabama i really okay. do i'm i mean i haven't dug in super deep so i'm not even on cincinnati yet plus the points so don't don't read into it too much um you know would i be surprised if if the game ended 48-17 alabama no but I think when you double-click into Cincinnati, what they've done, watch the games that they've done, and, and yeah, you know, you could say, oh, their schedule is weak, this and that. I have seen them play a full game, offense, defense, special teams, multiple times this season, and they were just clicking on all cylinders. And if Alabama plays a game like they played against Florida, yeah, they won, you know, but if they play like that, Cincinnati can certainly beat them. Um but, yeah, so so going back to the original question, am I good with the top four? Yes, I am. That said, would it be amazing? And, and I did switch it up here a little bit if we had Alabama versus Baylor, Michigan versus Ole Miss, Georgia mm-hmm. versus Notre Dame, and Cincinnati versus Ohio State. Yeah, how sweet would that be? Yeah. I think the future is that. Um, I'm, I'm very pumped for that, um, and I think that's what we'll get in the future. You know, I switched it up. You know, yes, it doesn't align exactly. It would be Alabama versus Ole Miss instead of Alabama, Alabama versus Baylor, which is what I said, because I didn't want to give matchups that we've already had throughout the year. Um, you know, I think it would be 
pretty amazing to have that. And I think that's where the future is, is, is leaning. Um, just got to figure out a few details there. But, um, yeah, I'm good with the top four. What about you? I'm good with the top four. I thought I tweeted it out that night. It was pretty obvious what the top four were going to be. Yes. You know, you could debate about the order or, 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 you know, who should be number one, number two, whatever. I, I think that they didn't want to have a Georgia-Alabama semifinal rematch right away, right? I think that no they doubt. wanted to at least save that for the finals potentially. Look ahead line, by the way, guys. Georgia minus one versus Alabama in a national title game. Interesting. Um, Interesting. Yeah. We could talk yeah. all day about that, right? I mean, look, I, I'm old enough to remember about less than a week ago when they these two teams played in line with six and a half. Yep. So here we are with a potential minus one. So read it's into a, that look, what you will. Yeah, read into it what you will for sure. Um, look, you know what? You know, Bryce Young played great. Sure. Uh, you know, we could talk a little bit about the Heisman and, and, and how uh, how that's going to play out. I think he pretty much has it locked up now. And, minus and, 10,000. Yeah, minus 10,000. That's crazy. Yeah? But you know what? It is what it is. He played a great game against Georgia, and and you know he can go over and shake Kirby Smart hand and thank him. That Georgia's game plan defensively was was terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they thought that they can pressure with four after the last few games Alabama had, where their offensive line looked pretty crappy, um, and they would be able to sit back and and cause create pressure they weren't able to do it they didn't switch it up at all and, and sure enough Bryce Young had all the time in the world to sit back and and you know basically th- pick what receiver he wanted to throw to yeah. I mean um you know they at least had one receiver running open um you know a lot over the middle a lot of these crossing routes and and things that you see you know the goat Belichick do um what do you know you know yeah I mean it's 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 great great coaches creating great routes um, and, and putting their best player, Bryce Young, in a position to, to make uh, plays. So, One thing I will say about that Alabama-Cincinnati line, it opened across the majority of books minus 13, Alabama minus 13, which was interesting to me because, look, the books are going to take money on Alabama on, for this game. It's going to come in late. It's going to come in from the public. The public's not going to run to the window and bet Cincinnati. It's just not going to nope. happen, especially after what they just saw Alabama do to Georgia. So they know they're going to get an avalanche of Alabama money over the next three weeks. The fact that they opened it at 13, I've now seen 13 and a half. I've, I've even seen some 14s already pop. tells me that they are more than comfortable with some liability to Alabama for this game. Yeah. Otherwise, they're going to open it at 14 and a half, and they're going to get a lot less money, and they know the Sharps are going to take Cincinnati no matter what. So that's just something that I've – noticed right away when I, when I saw that, that opener at the majority of the uh, sharp shops there. Yeah. You know, 13, yeah, which is interesting, yeah. which is interesting. Cause usually, you know, they're pretty smart. Those guys setting the line, you, you know, could say I, that honestly, if this line opened up 17 and a half, 18, I wouldn't yep. have batted an eye. I would have yep. said, yeah, that, that's fine. And, and to be honest, that's probably where I would have opened it. I would have probably opened it somewhere between 16 and a half and 17 and a half, depending on which way, they saw this playing out. Are, are you talking from a pure power rating perspective or from like a book liability perspective? No, I'm, I'm from a power rating yeah. perspective yeah. personally. Yeah. Especially after what Alabama just did to Georgia. Yep. I mean, I think the entire public and most people will say, if they just did that to Georgia, right. They're, they're going to, they're going to pour it on. I mean, they're going to, they're going to be able to put it on Cincinnati and, and Saban's not a guy who takes his foot off the gas. So, um, yeah, you know, I, but I, I look. I, I'm interested. Look, Me- Mechie's gone. 
right? He's not going to be playing. That's that's it's like no one's talking about that. Right. Nobody's talking about it. And it's I think huge. it has to do with Alabama's got so many guys. The right. next guy in, next man up. We saw this guy. Um, was it Williams last? I, I honestly, I the one of the guys who scored like. 12 touchdowns last week against Georgia, but he, he, he saw his speed and, and things that they can do with guys that, you know, not, not named Mechie. So yeah, I think that's probably why it's being somewhat downplayed. I mean, and as we get closer to the game, that's going to be talked about for sure. But um, again, wouldn't be shocked if, if we saw it open at 17 and, and here we are sitting under 14, under two touchdowns, you know, who's not running to the book to grab Alabama. The public certainly is not that they're yep. the public wins sometimes. I'm not yes, saying that. I'm not saying that it's an auto play on Cincy. I'm just saying that's an interesting number. I will say this: that as far as futures, um, Alabama is the plus 120 favorite to win the national title. Georgia plus 140. Michigan seven to one. Cincinnati 16 to one. Well, some might say, well, Isil, you just said Georgia would be favored over Alabama in the national title game. How are they plus 140? Should I go jump and do that? And the reason that you're seeing that is because Alabama's minus 13, 13 and a half in their semifinal game. Georgia's minus, call it eight, eight and a half, nine, somewhere in that range. So Alabama has a more, Alabama has a higher likelihood of getting to the final game than Georgia does. So that's why that's you're, another, you're going to see that. Yeah, that's another thing to talk about. I mean, that line, the Michigan-Georgia line, to me, was kind of eye-opening after yep. Georgia just got pounded. Michigan just won two games against arguably two top 10 teams um, back to back. And here we are, you know, kind of like what what's happening, you know, maybe not top 10. Iowa is not top 10, but they beat Ohio state. Great win. They killed them. They killed Iowa 42, three at one point, Iowa and laughable. Yes. was number two in the nation, mm-hmm. but um, that that's where they were. And they just pounded them. And now you're calling Michigan a seven and a half, eight, eight and a half point dog and Michigan, by the way, one of those betting teams that has a huge following people love to bet Michigan. So, um, you know, to, to my eyes to see it kind of that high North of a touchdown, um, was interesting as well. You can also bet exact results, meaning team a beats team B, right? So the favorite is Georgia defeats Alabama. That's plus one seventy five. The second favorite is Alabama defeats Georgia at plus 215. Now, again, if you go back to what I said, Alabama's favored right now at plus 120 to, to win the national title. However, the favorite is actually Georgia defeats Alabama at plus 175, which tells you that they really think, and, you know, it, it's obvious just based on the four to five point difference be, between the two there, that Alabama has a much better chance of getting to the final compared to Georgia. Right. Obviously, and Michigan's honestly, first Cincinnati. Great value. If you if if you're out there and you're like, you know what, I like Alabama to win the national title. I'm taking the Alabama beats Georgia yep. at plus two fifteen. Yep. Um, because, I mean, it just makes sense. And and if and if guess what, if Georgia's not there, and it's Alabama, or vice versa, it's no bet. Right. It's no bet. It's a it's a free play right there. If you like, I mean, there's no reason not to take that. Yeah. If, so so if, so, in fact you think so that's so so two different things here. I think we're talking about. So that's the the look ahead line on the on the actual game, which would be voided on the exact results. Those are action. So right. be sure to to your point, Wags. If you're going to do that, be sure you're taking the the look ahead lines because right. If those two teams don't actually meet, they void the bet. Right. So. It's a free play based, and, and basically what you're saying is Alabama. I think Alabama is going to beat Georgia again. Mm-hmm. That's good. And, and guess what? If it's not the matchup, then it's no bet. There we go. So, 
Cannot wait for bowl season to get going. Cannot wait for those national title games. Um, yeah, December 31st, Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Alabama, right after that. Awesome. Moving over real, real quick before we touch on the NFL, Bryce Young minus 10,000. He already has the Heisman in his living room, right? Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, it's it's uh, being polished for him right now. <laughs> That's it. I mean, man, I thought CJ Stroud had a decent shot, and then he comes out and he just lights up Georgia, a team that has given up six points per game this year, Georgia, and he lights them up. Good for him. He deserves it. What about Kenny Pickett? Kenny Pickett got a free trip to New York City. Yeah. Good for him. Not too bad. Good for him. Good for Kenny Pickett. All right, NFL time. Man, Bills, Patriots. I think we've got to talk about that game. I will say this. I was on the Bills last week, and I think if that game was normalized weather to an extent or whatever you want to call it for Buffalo this time of year that wasn't as crazy, I think Buffalo wins that game. That said, I can't, you know, can't say I'm right or wrong because I, I can't prove it, but New England won, number one seed in the AFC. Uh, are we seeing, are we going to get a Pats-Bucks Super Bowl, man? I mean, is this actually really going to happen? We've sort of been joking about it, but at this point, the Patriots are the plus 300 Favorites to win the AFC, which is mind-boggling, you know, seeing as how they have a rookie quarterback and just everything that they've been through. But your thoughts on the GOAT, Bill Belichick, right now? Yeah, I mean, look, I said on the podcast last week that Mac Jones was going to have an issue because of this weather. He has never played in this weather before. He's from Jacksonville, went to high school in Jacksonville, was on the team in Alabama, never played north of, I think, Tennessee through November, you know, that this was his first year in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And he's got to go to Buffalo in basically a, a, a snowstorm blizzard. The wind was at, out of control. And I had Buffalo all based on this. Right. And then here we go. Belichick. We're going to pass the ball three times. Mac Jones stats. I'm not two making this up. Two for three for 19 yards. And they're talking about him like he's Joe Montana. Yeah, well, you know what? Good on Belichick. Yep. Um, I thought the Bills played better than them. I really do. I mean, if if you take everything. But they did, you know, they they lost the game. They missed that field goal late, a 35-yard chip shot because of the wind. Yep. As you saw, it was going straight through, turned right at the end. Um, And then they were set up to kick another field goal to win, but now they got to go for it. But, you know, whatever. We lost that bet. It is what it is. I think I was on the right side. Turns out not always um, works out that way. And and going back to the question, Belichick, yeah, is he a goat? Yeah, goat coach, absolutely. Um, Do I want Patriots bucks? Uh, We talked about it last week. I I, I want it because I want to see that matchup personally. I hate it because I don't want to hear the media talk about it for for the next two months. And us. Um, yeah. Talk and, about and this us, podcast. Oh, gosh, I'm already throwing up <laughs> thinking about it. But, um, yeah, no, look, I think it, I, it would be a great game, a great matchup. Um, you know, I think – I personally think that Brady has the leg up because he knows how Belichick's mind works. And guess what? Brady doesn't call the defensive plays, and right. Brady doesn't, you know, make – the route, you know, he knows everything and he's great. And, and, you know, he's a great player. That's the best part about him. 
but he can dissect and help Arians understand how Belichick's mind works and what he's going to do and, and kind of figure out things. And he's gone, he's gone against this defense um, time in time out. So um, I think it gives a leg up for Brady personally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's still way too early. Let's call a spade a spade. I mean, there's four weeks left of the season. Five. Anything could five, yeah, five weeks yeah. left. Fourteen. Yeah, five weeks left. There you go. Had to count on my fingers. Got there. an extra one this year. Um, and uh, anything could happen. So, um, do I want to see it? Yeah, it would be great. Will the media hype it up? Yeah, I think all you know, and and hopefully it'll live up to expectations because. You know, nothing would be worse than, you know, all this hoopla and then, you know, the game ends uh, 10-6. Rams-Pats. Rams-Pats from a few years ago. Uh, I'd be remiss if I don't send a shout-out. Congratulations to the Detroit Lions, the Dan Campbell, Anthony Lynn-led Anthony. Sorry, Dan Campbell, Anthony Lynn-led Detroit Lions. Got their first win. Goff. Goff. Greatest greatest quarterback in the league. He looked good. You got to give him credit. He looked good. He, He looked good. DraftKings updates season win totals for all NFL teams each week. The Detroit Lions wags currently one and a half minus 225 on the over. So basically there's five games left. They play the Broncos, the the Cardinals, the Falcons, Seattle, and Green Bay. So it's a five-team money line parlay. Can they win one minus 225 says yes. Well, here are the options there. Broncos this week. I think it's a little bit of a letdown game, so I think... Plus uh, 10 on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen. Oh, well, I mean, it could. Atlanta is the one game, and then Green Bay. Will Green Bay be playing their starters at that point? That is going to be the big question. And Detroit might... You know know Detroit's going to be playing hard. Right. Well, and the NFC is kind of wide open right now with um, the Cardinals, Bucks, and Packers all fighting for that one seed, so... It really, really depends on how that shakes out. Will I be touching that bet? Absolutely not um, because of that that reason. Just a Green Bay game because um, I think Atlanta could beat them and, you know, it, it, that home field. Uh, where is that game? In Detroit. Yeah, so I don't think home field is even going to play such a huge factor because uh, dome on dome and on all that stuff. But um, – yeah, I mean, that that's kind of where I am on that, um, not touching that thing with the 10-foot pole. Makes a lot of sense. All right, no fishy lines this week, only the one college game this weekend, Army-Navy. The line feels right to me. As we talked about the total, down to 34.5. That total has gone under 15 years in a row, guys. 15 years in a row, the Army-Navy game has gone under. It used to be, you know, 10, 15 years ago, 40s. Then we saw low 40s. I think last year it was like 40, 39. Everyone's like, oh, my gosh, 39. 34 and a half right now. I've even seen some 34s. That's a key number in, in football betting, 35, 34. Um, you know, <laughs> at a certain point, you probably need to take the over if it gets to, call it under 34. But, man, I'm certainly not running to the window to get to take that. But it, well, it's, it's all – I love this game every year. Yep. I mean, usually, you know, it's usually the only game on and um, – the pride, everything that they put into it. I mean, cool. they, they know each other inside and out. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome game. Usually played in, in some cold, rainy weather at this point. Um, you know, it's probably going to be, what, 40, 35, 40 mm-hmm. degrees there or mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, it looks like uh, high of 64, kind of on the warm side. Okay. Um, low of 43 with a 65% chance of rain. So, yeah, not nothing like to that. Not running to take that over. Not running yeah, to take no. that over. That's, but these now. guys are these guys are prepared for everything. Yeah. So uh, it, it'll be interesting, and uh, I love that. I love that 
hard nose, hard fought game, and then at the end they sing each other's fight songs. Yep. And, it's very cool. Um, it's great. It's great. Cool. If uh, Irowags wants it, play anything, we'll post that on Twitter for you guys yes. for free. All right. Sixty second speed round time, man. I'm gonna ask you three questions. Get the information out there for the people. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. You know this is the first question I was gonna ask you. <laughs> All right, question number one, Wags. Ready? Everyone wants to know how do you feel about the Mario Cristobal hire from the Miami Hurricanes and the AD they brought over the Clemson AD as well. So. Yes. Things are changing for the U. They're back. Are they back? Hey, look, I've I've been saying they're back every time they make a change. And I know you have. It doesn't work That's out. That's why I was so, a little sarcastic in my comments there. I'll I'll be completely honest. I, I didn't necessarily want Cristobal at, at first. Okay. Um, I'm happy. You know, it has nothing to do with him. I have utmost respect for him. He's a Miami native. He brings you know hard work and tenacity and 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 work ethic. And, and toughness, and that's everything that Miami needs, which is why I'm now on board. But up front, you know, I saw him at Oregon bring in top five recruiting classes year after year after year, their facilities, this and that. He's a top recruiter, which he is, and it's great. Um, but what I thought I saw was him taking these five, four or five-star recruits and, and, you know, should be running away with a weak Pac-12 um, and year in and year out, they would lose a game here or lose a game there. Then, you know, maybe not winning the Pac-12 every year, um, which, which kind of was like, how, what, are you turning, you know, of great, great players into just good? Um, so that's kind of where my head was at. Their, their offense, when Chip Kelly left, I mean, obviously Chip Kelly and offensive mind, they were scoring 40, 50 points a game. Um, and then now they're, you know, scoring 30 points at max, you know, 27, 30. And, and it kind of took a backseat. But the backseat it took was to toughness and, and up front and these lines. And I know this is a 60 second speed round and I'm just talking about Miami and I'm really pumped up. But I think <laughs> what Cristobal is going to bring to the Miami program, which Miami does not have and hasn't had in years, are getting the offensive linemen. Because Cristobal, ex-offensive lineman right. for Miami, knows how to bring in the offensive line recruits like Miami. They don't lose many, you know, they have recently, but you know, they're going to get the athletes. They always have the athletes. They always have the great receivers and running backs and a solid quarterback and the defensive players, but they never got the guys up front. Um, you know, since the Vince Wilforks of the world and, uh, walking way Gonzalez. back. Way yeah, back. I mean, well, this is when they were good, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, sadly it's been 20 years since they're good. And, and that's what they need. They need they need linemen. They need offensive linemen. They need defensive linemen. That's where you win games. Look at Ohio State. Look at Alabama. They all have the guys up front, and that's how you're going to win championships. So ultimately, yes, I'm very on board. I'm very excited and uh, really good for the University of Miami. They're finally pouring money into the program. Yeah. Got to give them credit for that. At least they're trying. Yes. All right, question number two. You, of course, famously have a Georgia National Championship ticket from preseason. My question yes. is, how confident are you right now with your Georgia National Championship ticket? A little less confident after what, what happened to uh, Alabama last week. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, look, they're, they're still the favorite right now, to, or, you know, uh, I guess depending on how you look at it, um, to win it all. If they get to the championship they game, they'll, the be championship the, they'll be the favorite. Yeah. Right. The fact that they're an eight, eight-and-a-half-point favorite against Michigan, who's up and they're kind of coming down, makes me a little bit happier with that. Um, 
Yeah, I'm happy with it, right? You know, I I think that I'm going to let it ride for sure. uh, This against Michigan. Okay. And then uh, see where we're at. Because most likely it's going to be against Alabama. And if that's the case, you know, maybe I can take a point, a point and a half if if it comes to that. Hedge it out. Hedge it out. Uh, Otherwise, if it's against Cincinnati, I'll probably let it ride, even though, um, yeah, I'll probably let it ride. I've had a bunch of people ask me what I'm going to do with my Cincinnati ticket. I have a 125 to 1 Cincinnati ticket. Uh, and the answer is I don't know yet. I'm, I'm yeah. waiting. I'm figuring it out. I have three weeks to do it. So um, I'll let yeah. you guys know either on the pod or tweet out what I'm going to do. All right, last question. Hockey. Hockey. Ooh, Ready? Hockey. Switching it up. Yeah. Right now, who wins the Stanley Cup? <laughs> I got to I got to go with the Panthers. Florida Panthers Woo! right now. And, and we got to play on them um, on, on my futures uh, card uh, they are playing great hockey right now. I thought that, you know, when Quenville left with, with the whole scandal going on with Chicago and, and how he got, you know, basically pushed out of hockey and, and for the right reason, um, that things would change, you know, they wouldn't take to the coaching situation. Um, but they did and they're continuing to play well. Why I like them right now is that they come from behind. They're a resilient team. They, you know, if they're losing, you can never count them out. They've been down by three goals, four goals, five goals. They come back, win games. Um, you know, it, it might be a little too often mm-hmm. um, that they're down and, and go down early, but uh, I really like what they have in net with um, Bobrovsky, Spencer Knight, and their offense is truly great. So uh, I will go with the Florida Panthers. They are currently the second favorite to win the Stanley Cup, plus 700. The only team ahead of them is the Colorado Avalanche at 6-1. to one, So. Interesting, because we have both of those teams to win the cup. Love it. All right, you're off. I'm up. Go. Go, man. He's ready. ACL is ready. Here we go. Will the Buffalo Bills make the playoffs? I can't believe you're even asking Ah. this question, but it's a a fair question. They're 7-5, and and they're plus three this weekend. So if they lose, they're 7-6, and and they're right in that wild card hunt. They'd be, you know, two, maybe three games behind New England coming up. So... I'm going to say yes, they squeeze in. They're not going to win the division, but I'm going to say that they make it as a wild card. And if they do, that's going to be a dangerous team to have to play coming up. Of course. Uh, they could pull it together real quick. Yep, no doubt. Um, number two, here we go. What team will have the number one pick in the NFL draft? You know I got to stick with my with my guy. Detroit Lions. <laughs> Look, you got one win. Good for you. I don't see you beating the, the Broncos this weekend. Then you only got four left. We talked about it earlier. So I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Maybe they can get a, uh, a guy to replace Jared Goff. Who else is in the hunt there? Houston, Jacksonville. Houston, Jacksonville. The Jets, I guess. If, outside there's shot. no way the Lions are going to get three wins. So, uh, yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. All right. Last question. Yep. Then you're off the hot seat. Should the college football playoff games be on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day? It's a good question. So this year they're on New Year's Eve, Eve evening, which I think is terrible, right? I mean, I think the first game's at like 3 Eastern and the second game's at like 7. I mean, if you're going out for New Year's Eve, which people do, you know, that second game might not end until 11, 11.30, something like that. Say that it's a really close game. You know, you're 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 running out the door. I like it where it's, you know, New Year's Day. That's the day everyone sort of chills, relaxes, sit on the couch, watch football all day. Recover. Yeah, recover. You know, from a night out, whatever. Um, but yeah, I I'm not a fan of the whole New Year's Eve. You know, in the second game at 11:30 Eastern, 30 minutes before midnight. So, 
Completely agree. Not a fan. And I'm, I'm in a predicament now because of connections to the Orange Bowl committee mm-hmm. where I will potentially be going to the New Year's Eve evening game, which is awesome with Georgia and Michigan. Awesome. Um, but, you know, what? I got kids, you know, I got to leave my, you know, basically it's find the babysitter, bring my wife. Babysitters are tough, man. On New Year's Eve, who wants to watch kids? Two, three, two, three X for the for the for the yeah. New oh, Year's yeah, Eve yeah, night, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or I leave my wife at home; she watches the kids, and I go. And then you suffer uh, for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> right, right. Well, then you're in then, trouble. You know, I basically used my uh, my exactly. free pass for a while. <laughs> well, you know, the, I guess the other thing is, you know, just to go off uh, real quick on this on. They, they should be on New Year's Day. There's no doubt, at least for me. The New Year's Eve, at least, I guess, they're, I mean, I, I hate that COVID's going on, but maybe less people are, are going out. I mean, I think things are starting to obviously pick up. Yep. I mean, we've seen that. I, I yeah, I, I've been out and about. Um, but, yeah, I, I think people are starting to go out now and just uh, who knows what's going to happen. Yep. Anyway, maybe they'll anyway. change it next year. All right, I'm off. We are moving to NFL preview game of the week. time. Yeah, game of the week. We're going to do one NFL game this week. Certainly, I think we both agree, Wags. Bills versus Bucks. Look, the this is a, a Super Bowl preview, potentially. Potentially. Two playoff I mean, teams, Bills, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. We'll maybe. see. We'll see. So, yeah, we have the 7-5 and five Buffalo Bills traveling to the 9-3 and three Tampa Bay Bucks. Bucks currently minus 3, minus 120. There are 3.5 starting to pop. Total 53.5. Look, the Bills coming to this one on a short week, obviously fresh off the Monday Night Football loss to the Pats. They're now traveling to Tampa. The Bucks just beat the Falcons on the road this past weekend now. I will say this, in terms of the spot for the Bucks, this is a double divisional sandwich spot. The Bucks played the Falcons. Um, sorry, the Bucks play. Yeah, they they play the Falcons, yeah, yeah. and their next two games after this are uh, after this Home. game against the Bills. Yeah, 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 Saints and Carolina. So sometimes you get a team, you know, a divisional game the week before. You get this out of conference game against an AFC opponent, and now you play two games coming up against two divisional opponents. So sometimes you get that look ahead spot. Obviously, with a guy like Tom Brady, you would think if it's gonna happen to anyone, it's probably not gonna happen to him. But something to factor into your handicap as well. Um, and I, I, I will say this, you know, since Brady has had the majority of his weapons back, I know Antonio Brown's still out, but they put up 30, 38, and 30 points in their last three games. And their defense has done great as well. They've given up just 58 points combined in the last three games. So we talked about the Bills. I mean, they're in danger of not even making the playoffs. So, you, you know, you talk about which team has to win, which team must win, which team feels more desperate. It's certainly the Bucks in this spot. Can they control and contain Tom Bills. Brady at home? Sorry, the Bills, yeah. Can they can you know, contain Tom Brady at home with all of his weapons pretty much back. We'll see. But this is a Bills team, Max. It has not won two straight games since October 10th. So, yeah, I was going to say, since they're by, since they're by, they're three and three. Yeah. They beat Miami, the Jets, and the Saints. They And, and they lost at Jacksonville, which we all know, okay, to Indianapolis and New England. These are the points they scored in those games. Win against Miami, 26. Mm-hmm. Then they lost. They only scored six. Then they beat the Jets, put up 45. Then they lost to the Colts, put up 15. Then they beat the Saints, put up 31. Then they lost to New England and put up 10. So, I mean, 
they just can't hit a stride here. Um, and and like you said, yeah, um, it, this could be potentially a flat spot for the Bucks at a conference back to back or you know sandwich between the division games. All of that definitely matters when you cap. Um, it turns out, you know, for Tampa, it's a home game, so that's great for them. And, and um, you know, they have the home game next week, so they, they don't have to kind of think about the, the travel situation there. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I'm most interested to see how, because we didn't see last week when the Bills played the, the Pats, we saw no pass defense, right? Because right. they threw three passes. Right. The Bills' pass defense is very good. And I want to see how they defend these really, really, you know, one of the top receiving cores and, and to, uh, against Tom Brady. So um, that's what I'm going to be looking at. And, and will the Bucks be taking a kind of page out of Belichick's um, playbook and, and starting to run? And is Fournette going to, you know, get a, a, a lot more carries because maybe Buffalo's run defense has some holes, has some issues there. Um, you know, we certainly saw Damian Harris hit that long run last week. Um, you know, they, they let up a couple of big plays here and there. Is that something that they're going to try to expose? So we'll have to keep an eye on that and, and keep our uh, our eyes on this game uh, as we move closer to Sunday. Yeah, big game for both teams there. Talking, speaking of that game, as we move over to the $200 site credit Monday Night Football Contest time, we had a winner. We had a winner. A guy, uh, I tweeted him out. Congrats to him. Uh, had zero. Yes. He, he, he put his entry in late. Which was very weather related, he said, which was very smart. He he picked Mac Jones, zero touchdown passes, you know, first touchdown um score was Harris, you know, on, yep. on the running game and all that stuff. So kudos to him for really handicapping the weather there. So Yeah. And I mean it's great because we, we do get a lot of kind of um answers and submissions early right like we'll put out the podcast and, and within an hour I, I you know maybe even sooner because people probably like to uh fast forward to that part and we get some answers very very sure. quickly um but you know in this case very smart held off you know let's see what the weather's like um it, and i i don't think uh this gentleman uh, I don't know him, but, you know, just looking at his profile, I don't think uh, he's someone, and I don't think he's going to be upset that I say this, is very quick on, on, on his things. You know, he's a, he's a Grateful Dead listener, if you will. So uh, he, he is a deadhead. He's a good guy. I was talking to him the yeah. other day. He, uh, he, he really, you know, thought out that, that handicap, which is great. But, you're, I mean, you're right. So on the one hand, you want to get it in on the earlier side, as I always preach, because if more than one person gets the same same the same answer and it's correct whoever gets it in first wins on the other hand when it's a weather potential thing or like an injury related situation it does pay to get it in later so get it in monday but whatever works for you um congrats to him as well totally and, so. and speaking of that you know you have games like the giants and chargers right and, and sure. this week we have uh keaton allen might not play because of covid mike williams now has to sit out COVID, mm -hmm. you know, you got guys like, uh, Guyton and, uh, Josh Palmer now who have to step up at receiver. Um, you know, if that was the game, you know, those guys might be potential answers to some of these questions. Totally. So. All right. Here are the three questions for this Monday night football game. Cardinals versus Rams. Question number one, Cardinals minus two and a half versus the Rams. You're taking the Cardinals minus two and a half. Or are you taking the LA Rams plus two and a half? Question number two, name the player who will score the first touchdown in the game. Question number three, the total number of touchdown passes by Matthew Stafford. All right, those are the three questions. Tweet your answers, DM them. 
I should say to myself or WAGS, whoever gets it in first and right wins $200 in site credit to use however and whenever you want. It does not expire. Good luck, everybody. All right. Free play time, WAGS. Had a winner last week with the Chargers Bengals over 50 and a half, which is a winner. This week, because there's no college games, there's just the one college game. Me and Wags are doing a combined free play. We discussed this before the pod, and we are gonna we both agree on it. So jump right into it, Wags. Um, here we go, man. The free play this weekend, guys, is the San Francisco 49ers minus one, minus 110. Look, the in in our opinion, this is a Bengals team that's still just getting a little too much respect. We faded them last week against the Chargers. I had the Chargers plus three outright cash that. And despite the Bengals actually having a better record than San Francisco, we still have the Niners power rated ahead of the Bengals here. That's why they're road favorites in this spot. The Niners actually outgained Seattle last week, so that box score them losing was a little bit deceiving. And prior to that loss against Seattle, they actually had won three in a row. So in terms of must-win, uh, I think San Francisco knows if they drop this game, their season is all, all but over. And you're going to get their A-plus effort here off a loss versus Seattle. Uh, and, and as far as just the, the actual X's and O's matchup, I mean, defensively in the pass game is where I think that they're going to have a ton of success here. They're fourth in the NFL in defensive pass yards allowed, so Burroughs should be held somewhat in check here. And again, just all the intangibles, the spot, the matchups, the way San Francisco has been playing over the last month or so, San Francisco minus one, minus 110. Yeah, no, uh, look, obviously we both agree on this, um, which is why we're putting it out together. Um, Bengals, look, the, the last four games, Burrow, three touchdowns, five picks. And it's not all on him. And, and what I'm going to transition to is my – what I love to analyze is the offensive line. And their offensive line has not been great of late. Six sacks last weekend, 11 quarterback hits. Nick Bosa this week is going to eat. He has 11 sacks. Uh, total and five sacks in the last six games last week San Fran recorded four sacks and eight quarterback hits against Russell Wilson who arguably is a little bit more mobile than Burrow Um, and then looking at Jamar Chase look this guy started out hot right offensive rookie of the year he's the favorite at one point yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, he's cooled down since right five games under 52 yards uh, averaging in that span only four catches a game uh, with two touchdowns so that said you know, look, we saw T. Higgins step up, and he's been playing uh, uh, playing really well. So, you know, yes, they, ha- they have some playmakers there, uh, but I think the Niners um, are going to really eat on defense. Now, offensively, Niners, if they can protect Garoppolo, and I think they do here, they're going to have to rely a little bit on him because the Bengals actually have a pretty solid running defense. Uh, if Burrow has the time he can make the good throws i mean he's not a great quarterback uh, but he's good enough when he has time kittle crushed it last week um and i think he's gonna have another solid game against the bengals and i capped this game uh without debo samuel playing Mm -hmm. i know he's had a um issue with his groin uh but there's still a chance that he suits up and if that's the case even more value on San Fran and uh, they get one of their best defenders back. Um, he's been practicing this week. So uh, yeah, San Fran, um, you know, in a must win type of game, I think uh, they, they win. And uh, I think we get a nice solid win here. Couldn't agree more. All right, guys, that's the free play. Niners minus one, minus minus one ten. All right. All right. 
the website, therealmracl.com, Twitter, Instagram, at therealmracl, at Captain Wags. The bowl package is up. It starts next Friday, the 17th. Be sure to check that out. Any questions, always hit us up on Twitter or Instagram or the website directly. Anything else, Wags, before we get out of here? No, things are uh, you know still picking up in hockey. It's great. Um, college basketball has been hot. I mean, yes, it uh, has. Honestly, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it's just we have winners after winners. A free play winner uh, on Twitter. How about that Texas Southern man. Texas Southern <laughs> went out right as plus twenty four dog. Congrats on that. Love that. Wow. One. Yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. W- do I wish I had money line? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You, of course, you want a fifteen or twenty to one. Uh, money line free play. Uh, sorry, I didn't have the balls or wherewithal to to put that one out, but we did to, we did win that one. So um, yeah, no, that that was awesome. And uh, for me, it's always good to see the Gators go down. So there we go. All right, everybody, we will talk to you same time next week for Wags. I'm ACL. Good luck on all your plays, and we'll talk to you same time next week. <laughs>